I'm your host, Hope Flaws. I'm here to inspire you to show up as yourself for yourself. This is a lifestyle podcast where I'm inviting you to embrace your wild moments. Welcome to I'll Keep You Wild. Hi, you sweet, beautiful souls. I want to thank you so much for being here. If you haven't already followed the podcast or left a review, it would mean the absolute world to me. It fills my freaking heart to read those reviews. You guys seriously have no idea. It helps the show so much. So if you could please go ahead and do so, that would be so freaking awesome. I am talking about ex-best friends today. So on last week's episode, Ex-Best Friends, I talked about how to remove friends in the beginning stages, but today I'm going a little bit deeper and discussing the emotional scars and the emotional residue that lingers years after the fact and dealing with the pain that comes from losing a friend even years later. This is something that I want to talk about because I don't want to shy away from a topic that so many people struggle with. And I think sometimes the pain lingers because even though we've processed our thoughts and lived our life without that friend that we once had, we still question and worry how they might show up in our lives unannounced. So if you can fully understand what I'm saying there, please reach out to me because I would love to know if I nailed that on the head, but I think I did. I think there's so much worry wrapped around the fact of how these people might just enter our life unannounced when we're unaware of that happening. And it's kind of like walking on eggshells because there's things like birthdays, Christmas, New Year's, and other huge events that happen in our life. And then with those events comes the potential to receive a message or with those events, if you're like visiting your hometown or visiting friends and family, you feel like you have a higher chance of running into that person, which gives you this anxiety that stays with you and makes it harder to live in the moment and then harder to be present for the people that really do matter. I think if you've removed somebody that's manipulative, I would explain how you feel years later is kind of like a phantom pain because you can't really trust that they have let go. And then dealing with surprise messages or out of the blue calls or even dreams of that person can feel sort of like this haunting thing. And it feels like it lingers over you. And then you wonder if there is ever truly going to be an end in sight where you can like truly just move on. And you wonder if there will ever be a time that they can accept the fact that you needed to choose you. And sometimes you will question your trust with the people that have remained friends with the person you no longer see eye to eye with, which then feels like you're an asshole because you want to feel like you can share your personal details because they probably deserve that. If these people are in your life, you want to be able to share those personal details with those closest to you. But then there's also part of you that will like want to hold back from doing so because you have this trust issue and this thought that they could possibly possibly relay personal information to someone that you don't want the privilege of knowing. So it's very challenging to navigate. And I am going to go into this and share with you the light of this situation. But as far as what you can do years later to cope with this pain that I just described, 
I don't actually have a solid solution because I'm still struggling with this myself. I just think that the pain lingers and the wounds that we have from the past are what build our resilience moving forward. And I think we can use those scars as reminders of how we do expect to be treated moving forward when we're welcoming new people into your life. I said last episode, I think it's valuable to sit down and write down a list of your non-negotiables. That way you have a standard of how you expect to be treated and you can review that when you need to. So that would be my takeaway from these two episodes. Years after this pain, you will begin to recognize sooner which people you're willing to invest in and which people are your people and which people are meant to be in your life which is like the best part of this. This is the silver lining. And you will know who's for you and who isn't because you will either feel, this is really important here, you will either feel like you want to share good information with these people or hold back from sharing good information. I'm gonna say that one more time. You will either feel like you want to share good information with these people or hold back from sharing good information. I think that is such a huge indicator of who you should have in your life. Do you feel comfortable sharing your success, your achievements, good news, and celebrations with the people in your life? That is a very important question you want to ask yourself. And if not, if there's resistance, use that as all the information you need to understand that if you don't feel comfortable sharing anything good that happens in your life with that person, They should not be your friend. You have the information and experience you need at this point from moving on and from removing negative people from your life to know and trust yourself. You have this information already from your lived experience in dealing with removing someone that was once part of your story. So that is the blessing because now you can realize really fucking quick who you need in your life and who you are not going to waste your time on. Your body, your intuition, they know that if you feel like you don't want to share good, amazing things that happen to you with certain people, it's because you've already witnessed what that was like. You've already witnessed what it's like to have someone view everything as competition and try to one-up you. You already know that it feels like shit when someone is downplaying your achievements. And if you didn't know, and you're in the process of eliminating friends from your life because they are not meant to be on your journey, you will know after this. The people that dim your light and can't stand to see you thrive are like this because they understand how valuable you are. There are some people that will see this in you and want that for themselves, and then they will project their insecurities onto you because they cannot stand to see someone doing better than them. It's sad, but it's true, and they can't stand to see others cheering for someone when it's their turn to be celebrated. Again, you will know who your friends are by the feeling of how it feels to share good fucking news to people. Actually, I really just want to point this out. Lala Kent from Vanderpump Rules just said in one of her interviews, and I think you should look this up for motivation and get a takeaway from this as well. She says, I don't want to be friends with loser bitches, which is a little rough, but just bear with me here. 
She says, I want my friends to be successful. I want to see them kill it. And I love this so much that she says this because she's wanting to support her friends by saying she wants the people in her life to be successful as well. And I think that that message represents very well how you should feel about who's in your circle. Are they supporting you? And are they happy to see you succeed and vice versa? How do you show up for your friends that you have? Are you supporting them? Are you wanting to see them do well? And do you celebrate them in return when it's their time? That's something you got to ask yourself. I am going to leave it there. That's all I have today. Please kindly share this with your friends and family. Share this with your Instagram and leave a review. It helps me so much. And I'm so thankful for you sweet souls when you take the time to do this. It means the absolute world. I do want to mention there are a couple of ways to support the podcast. I have a PayPal link below. I have a Patreon link below and an Expedia link. So if you didn't know, I am an Expedia affiliate because I am a huge travel girly. And if you book a vacation through my link, whether that's a flight, hotel, cruise or anything, I do make a small commission and it benefits both of us because you get to support me by booking through my link. And if you have plans to vacation already, it's a free way to show your support. And I appreciate you all so much. I hope you have the best day ever. Thank you guys for being here. I will be back next week.